play. We're on. Hi guys, welcome to the Martha Stewart podcast. <laughs> I really think it's bad that I start every single episode off of you. It's because I'm weird. It's a bit of a problem. <laughs> To maybe seem that weird. <laughs> anyway, awesome. You're laughing at my weirdness. That's where I say Um Welcome back, everyone. Hopefully, by now you have listened to our previous episodes. Even if not, welcome then, and please go listen to the previous episode. <laughs> and we'll introduce ourselves on every episode. So if you don't know us, right. We're going to introduce ourselves every time you click play. So, you know, if you don't know, now you know, which we'll also get into later. Uh, <laughs> this is the Blackocracy Podcast with your hostesses, hostesses, with the most. With your they. With your they. Sean yes. Travis. <laughs> and this is Jessica. <laughs> Otherwise, it's only gonna um, you know, here doing the thing, yeah. eating chips. Yeah, sipping some tea. Sipping some tea. Um, so, welcome to year 2020. Regards to the year, how, how was your new year? Um, it was good. Uh, it was kind of crazy. My year ended on a stressful. But the last ending, um, uh, December, I was in Mozambique and, uh, for work. And if you guys don't know, I uh, my job is in development. So I work on projects in Africa, different parts of Africa, to ensure sustainable development. It's very general, but it, you know, you can ask me specifics. <laughs> But yeah, so I spent December in Mozambique, a part of December in Mozambique. Um, I came back but right before Christmas, um, in which we saw each other at, because we are family. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, but there was a lot of reflection at the end of the year um, yeah. towards what my goals are for this year. Um, and I think, you know, every year is kind of like that, but um, this year a little bit more so uh, as like playful as I kind of take life I'm also like as I get older I'm really trying to like put things in place to ensure mm-hmm. my own sustainable future to kind of touch on what I just spoke about so <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah so just a lot of reflection and um, trying to position myself for this year because you know I have a lot of things I want to accomplish just like I know a lot of us do so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm just really, really um, contemplating endings and beginnings. And I more than likely will tease out even more ideas about this on my own podcast. (laughs) Which you can find. Which you can find. It is called The Exhale Podcast. So just look that up on any of your um, streaming services and... I haven't even recorded something for the new year yet, but I'll get to that. Anywho, um, but yeah, look it up on any of the streaming services, including, um, what is it, Apple Podcasts? Like, it's on there too. All your DSPs. She's yeah, all your DSPs. DSPs. Um, but yeah, just thinking about endings and beginnings. Um, 
things needing to come to an end or things in their own way running their course or coming to an end when and how you can recognize beforehand that something's ended because I feel like a lot of the time most of the time we know when something's actually <laughs> coming to an end in our lives yeah. be that a relationship um the form that the relationship takes um you know before transition something else um careers jobs <laughs> um you know, all types of things. And just really contemplating a lot of that. Um, I know that it was a rocky year for a lot of people. Um, for me, it was all like, I'm not gonna go into like actual detail as to what transpired throughout the year, but <laughs> <laughs> but let's just suffice it to say. Um, I had a lot of transitions last year a whole lot of transitions like a lot of things changed and changed over and over again um especially like professionally and those sorts of things um what i would say is that ultimately especially in terms of like career and stuff like that um the transition into the new year meant for me like kind of the end of playing it as safe and just relying on you know, a nine to five, mm-hmm. but just like struggling my hardest to make sure that the nine to five that I um, go with in some way fulfills my mission and passion. Word. Because then that also lulls me kind of into a place of being complacent and comfortable mm-hmm. where I'm basically, you know, doing all this work and exhausting myself for mm-hmm. someone else's um dream or mission or what have you or at least their manifestation of it and all this time that i'm spending doing that i'm spending no time Mm -hmm. on my own stuff and building my own career and all that kind of stuff you know but it seems like it's all consistent and it's working because those jobs happen to fall right in line with you know what the things i'm passionate about mental health women um reproductive justice etc so yeah, the the that was definitely the end of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's important though. Is a lot of people like they're they're really big on like you have to you have to supplement your passion sometimes. I mean, it's just realistic um, and go hard for it. But like whatever you do to supplement it, it's really helpful if it aligns with your passion Mm -hmm. like if it's somehow connected um because then you can always rely on that to go into your personal work Mm -hmm. and to kind of motivate you you if we're talking about endings and beginnings (laughs) you know the state of america in itself is like always in some kind of like pivot and things like that so um who you voting for what did I vote for the last time? The last time... <laughs> it's early in the game, guys. I'm going to be honest with you. The last time I wrote in Bernie Sanders. <laughs> 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 now, mind you, I'm not supposed to tell you that. You guys are not supposed to ask that. I because didn't. it's called a secret ballot and so on and so forth. 
is you know my right not to tell people and all that other stuff man to be talking about um <laughs> i didn't even think she was really gonna tell us so there you go <laughs> but no legit i wrote in bernie sanders you wrote in bernie sanders you know yep. since we being open let's be open let's be honest <laughs> let's just be realistic Ooh. ask me that question <laughs> no i don't want the answer we being open okay we're open and honest all right <laughs> Did you vote at all? First yeah, of all, yeah, I vote all the time, <laughs> guys. I love politics. If I if I there's a reason for me to vote, I'm voting. I'm right, not, I'm not anti-vote. I'm trying to vote for everything. Yeah, I'm trying to vote about the county sheriff if I can. I love it. <laughs> I'm voting about everything. It's like I'm, I'm voting on whatever you know. Like fantasy random is coming up. It's like fantasy football for me. Right, I'm throwing my hat and everything because we just gonna see. But yeah, who do you vote for? The last presidential election, not local election, which is not much more local. important. I voted for Jill Stein. Oh, I knew that. <laughs> I remember you saying that. I voted for Jill Stein, guys. Oh well. <laughs> so, so what you gonna do now? Now that you guys know that, <laughs> leave a leave a bad comment. Yeah, that's what. Really? <laughs> I voted for Jill Stein. Yeah, and I the reason I did it. Is because um why are you saying it like you like it was a crime the reason I did no no i'm just like the background <laughs> the reason i did it is just because i was not i should have wrote in bernie i should have did what you did but i just couldn't choose between those two in good faith like mm-hmm. i couldn't my hand started shaking <laughs> right like there was no way you know i was like in ah, this world i was voting for either of those people yeah <laughs> there's no way no, but like this new election, like uh, period, has been kind of crazy. Um, I've like, you know, like I said, I love politics and stuff like that. But like trying to figure out who I was gonna vote for has never been difficult. <laughs> this mm-hmm. time around, super easy. It's almost like too easy mm-hmm. for me to come to my decision. Mm-hmm. Um, but I gotta admit, early on, I was really like a Warren Sanders. I was trying to like figure out. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. between those two. Um, and I made up my mind now. Who I made up my mind for? I mean, maybe you guys will figure it out, but yeah. Do not have this. I'm not saying it. No, it's fun. I mean, but I will I will say it at some point. I just, it's kind of early and I still want to yeah. let things play out as they may. But um, mm-hmm. there will be a time where I will come on here and make an endorsement. I'll have music. <laughs> And um, I'll have eight reasons why you should vote for them. Eight. As a That's a robust person. list right there. That's robust, and it's going to come with facts. You know? So, just Excellent. wait for that episode. Oh, I know you guys are like, oh, man. <laughs> I can't wait until he, like, tells us who he's going to vote for, because I'm going to vote for that person, too. I know. Oh, well, that would be nice, wouldn't it? Um, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Just randomly. <laughs> um, yeah, but no, a, a, a lot's going on in our um, in this great democracy these days. You know, yeah, more or less a circus. Um, but the State of the Union address, um, Comrade Cheeto's last State of the Union address. Hopefully, although I'm pretty sure it won't be. <laughs> I've already set my DVR. His last save the game address. Um, I don't plan to watch it, but I guess, you know, having to know these things, I guess I will. 
ever so begrudgingly because that man's voice is like, like I want to claw my eyes out. <laughs> like I, honest, I just can't listen to the sound of them. It's crazy. To be honest, I'm probably not gonna watch it, but that's what YouTube's for. So I'll probably like absolutely hit little clips up, get the gist of what he was talking about, see mm-hmm. who was clapping and who wasn't. Mm-hmm. You know. Just a, whatever other little theater that happens between somebody clapping at him goofy or something like that. Yeah. Pelosi making faces. There you go. Because <laughs> that's real. That's real political work, right? There. Right. That's that's you know what matters after all. <laughs> um, you know, but yeah, but it is kind of funny um, because we commented online. Um, follow us, guys, online because that's where we are. We live on the internet. Um, you just click a box. Yeah. That's where we live inside of. And we talk about stuff. So, uh, Shine Travis on Facebook. <laughs> um, I'm Jessica Renee on Facebook, but you know what? Um, let me direct you to Instagram or Twitter instead. So, I am Earth and Star. So, that's E A R T H E N Star on Twitter and um, Instagram. Yeah, and I'm Sean Travis on Facebook and Instagram. I'm gonna work on putting like more of my actual posts and the things that I did, like share on my personal Facebook on a normal basis. I'm gonna figure out how to make myself post them or repost them on my actual fan page because mm-hmm. like there's zero content on my fan page, and I keep saying to myself, "Ah, oh, you gotta put stuff up there so like people will actually follow it, and you can stop posting all this crap on your own page all the time." Yeah. It's all right. Be your fan too. Click like and like her things. Yeah. Um, no, but the reason I went to our social media is because we both commented on social media about the Democratic Party um, eating itself from the inside, festering a rot, and then <laughs> from that rot inside, forty-five will reascend for another four more years. Mm. Um, it's just kind of crazy just to kind of see like the infighting between both. And I mean, it's this classic, uh, you know, centrist, very much corporate aligned part of the party. And then you have the liberal progressive, I want to say more progressive. Is that, that's the correct, that's the correct <laughs> progressive. Title, right? Yeah. Um, the more far left, there you go, uh, side of the party is still trying to, um, and this is the Dems we're talking about. Yeah. The Democrats is still trying to make its, uh, you know, make the ideals more accepted by the rest of the party. Um, and it's kind of just insane at this point because, you know, you have that central centrist corporate aligned part of the party trying to use the more far left ideals like Medicare for all and things of that nature in order to gain votes. But they're still fighting and trying to hold on to control and whipping out Hillary Clinton to make horrible takes whenever they can. Yo, like the Democratic Um, Party is in shambles like it's <laughs> and it's crazy because this is how they keep losing elections this is how they lost the last one yeah. it was the self-sabotage and the the just dumb assery like oh my god y'all at least figure out a way to get a united front together yeah like 
This is the second time, second election season in a row where they just have an excessive amount of, well, had Mm -hmm. at this point, an excessive amount of candidates. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't. Well, yeah, I would love diversity in candidates, but let them not be all from one stinking party. Like, if that's the case, if I'm going to see at any point 20 people on the same station to debate the same stuff, then they need to all be different parties if that's the case. (laughs) You know what I mean? Well, you know, it's, it's, it's shown, like, a lot of the worst parts of the Democratic Party in this whole primary season. Um... And everybody vying to be like the face of the Democratic Party. Um, but like I said, you still have that older part of the party that's really trying to hang on to that um, to that face. And you have like the Pelosi's who have been there for years upon years, the Chuck Schumer's, you have the Hillary Clinton's and um, these people who kind of, you know, they've been the face forever. But what kind of progressive um passion have they kind of exuded i would say zero so um there's still like that split between the party but i can say like at this point you if we're just going to talk on the basis of like getting 45 not reelected, you have to have a candidate who inspires um passion and makes people want to get out and vote and has a platform that a lot of people want to see enacted in the united states um you're not going to, you can't win with someone who bores the hell out of people, who doesn't have a hard stance on things, who um, just can't, you know, compete with the current president. And um, no. you can you can fight that every way you want to. And we saw how it ended in 16, but it's just the facts. Like, it's not going to work with this guy. Mm-hmm. And you don't know who's going to come after him. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also don't know if he's going to try to go for another term because he's a nut and I can't put anything past him. So, oh, um, yeah. Of so course he's going for another term. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> you just never know. Of course he is. So, you have to have, uh, you have to transform into a party who inspires change and wants to, um, wants to follow the youth and wants to make policy that, like, really creates. Keep saying change, but that's just what it is. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So. Um. But I think uh, since we're talking about current events, we have to pause for a second. Um, and unfortunately, and horribly, uh, yesterday, we're recording this podcast on the 27th. Hopefully you guys will hear it very soon. But um, (laughs) unfortunately, Kobe Bryant passed away um, yesterday in a helicopter crash along with his daughter, Gianna, and seven other people. Um, Rest in peace. Rest in peace to um, Kobe, Gianna, as well as the other passengers and pilot on the flight. Um, Man, when I heard that yesterday, it hit me kind of hard. Like, I was amazed. I was sad. Um, I was kind of stuck for a second. Yeah. Yeah. I was frozen completely. Yeah. Um, I had just come from my uh, doula mentoring workshop. I'm a doula, by the way, guys. Um, I will bring information on how to contact me and seek my um, birth work services in the next podcast. It's not to focus right now. But <laughs> um, um, 
Yeah, I had just come from our, you know, first meeting together as a cohort. Um, you know, left my car, had my little stuff packed up. I mean, not left the building, had my little stuff packed up, um, walked back to my car, threw everything in the car, get in the car, turn it on. Um, I'm in Brooklyn, by the way, at, the, at that point. Um, turn the car on and, you know, just like waiting for it to like warm up a little bit um, because I don't always like to pull right off. I don't know why. I just opened my phone and like um, looked in one of my group me chat groups. Mm-hmm. And somebody had just said it really casually. And I'm like, what? So, of course, I go and Google it and see that it's real, verified, so on. And I just, I couldn't move. Yeah. Couldn't move. I damn sure could not have driven. Um, And I really just, like, sat there for a half hour and just sobbed and cried in my car. (laughs) <laughs> like for real yeah. like and, and and like every time I would like calm down then I don't like it just came in waves it was so weird like I would be like alright 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 all right. yeah like, okay um, and then I don't know like something random would just trigger me to get upset again yeah. <laughs> like and and I was thinking to myself like I can't understand why I am so deeply impacted by this because yeah. I don't even watch basketball so like it, yeah like it, yeah just too many thoughts at once <laughs> sensory overload and deafening all at the same time mm-hmm. like it's it, yeah it's weird it's it's sensory overload and numbness at the same time weird weird so weird so weird yeah I know. Um you know Kobe I told somebody else this Kobe Bryant was the first jersey I ever had um I had like some of the first Kobe sneakers post I had a Kobe poster on my wall um and I had a I still have a collection of Kobe basketball cards um so like at my age you know he was just coming out of high school um, to play uh, drafted by the Hornets and ended up playing with the Lakers um, and I was just kind of like amazed like you know at my age Jordan was like at, almost at the end of his yeah. career pretty much yeah. you know and Kobe was like that person to me like he was like the definition of like hard work performance like the top tier athlete, even at his young age then. And I mean, he always was my favorite basketball player, my period. He's the reason that the Lakers are my favorite team, you know, being from the East Coast and being from Jersey, there's like no reason I would be such a Lakers fan. But, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I was a huge fan of Shaq growing up and then Shaq got traded to the Lakers or signed with the Lakers. And that was it for me. It was Lakers forever. So, um, even after his retirement, if you guys follow me on Instagram, you'll see like I post videos and like interview clips and things like that. Like if I'm watching something and I just like, oh, I'm gonna share this with the world. Mm-hmm. Um, interviews are a big part of just me like hearing successful people talk about their journey to success. And like Kobe Bryant was a person I used to listen to his motivational speeches and you know, talk him talk about his work ethic. Um, so, 
you know, even a couple days ago, I was had a podcast on here in the living room, <laughs> just playing an interview with uh, on Matt Barnes and Stephen Jackson, their show, uh, where Kobe was the guest. And, you know, that, that podcast just came out maybe a week or two ago. So um, when I heard the news, it was like devastating. I was like, what? At first, I didn't even like think that it was real. I was like, no. Um, one of uh, I know a, a photographer in Toronto. He put up a a post that said Kobe was invincible, uh. and I ended up just that was the only thing I put on social media about it. it. Was like he was almost like a superhero level person. I mean, he was still a human, uh-huh. but just because of his otherworldly ability to like be the best at what he wanted to be the best at and his ability to communicate that to the world as being a standard of how everyone should be able to live, like try your hardest to achieve your goals. Um, It's it's an attitude that will be missed, but I think it's going to live on, obviously. But just hearing that news was really devastating and that and also hearing about his daughter who had that same passion for basketball and love for her father and all the other people on the plane who perished as well, the parents and the other basketball player, her teammate, um, coach. Um, it's just really a whole sad ordeal um, all around. So our thoughts and prayers are with everyone who was affected. Um, thoughts and prayers with everyone. Um, my perspective is gonna be really big um, about it in terms of it hitting is because so take the whole invincibility ideal it's really dead those of us who are in our 30s and 40s i think it hit especially hard for Mm -hmm. us because it signifies really like an end of an era for us yeah because he's our age (laughs) like you know we watched him grow up but at the same time we were growing up with him Mm um like when you know he and brandy went to prom like we were also um, concerned with prom and things like that so it, you know it's an end of an era I don't want to say an end of innocence but like it's it's like a oh shit we're we're like like realizing our own mortality yeah. in our age like oh shit we can die <laughs> and this doesn't mean like others others of us have not died so far of course they have but it's a reminder um, of our mortality like yeah it's a real indication of our mortality like oh shit like we're getting to the age where and of course this was not natural causes but still yeah. you know just making you think about it like we're getting to the age where you know Almost dying off. <laughs> yeah, and just like, unexpectedly, um, you know, I made a comment that, like, and I mean, I've seen this sentiment online is like, you being able to leave your house and come back safely is a blessing in, into itself. Like, that alone, being able to leave your house, mm-hmm. come back unscathed, should be something you should be thankful for, you know. Um, because it's very underrated. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. an underrated thing, you know? And if you live with people and um, if you share a home with somebody you love or anything to that effect, you know, try to make your peace and come to an understanding, you know, with that person in some way. Because you share a home, a life, and you just never know when will be your last time right. to tell them. 
and the idea there is to and of course we're all human you know stuff happens yeah but like to just be mindful just just be mindful yeah really practice mindfulness yeah be mindful and try you know strive when you have it and when you can to um honor your commitments yeah and that's you know that ties back into the endings and beginnings thing because mm-hmm. that's definitely something that i am um, doing now just really 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 um as steadfast as i can like just honoring my commitments and um i don't want to go into the whole gratitude thing like being grateful for what you have therefore actually um you know using it or experiencing it for its purpose therefore Mm -hmm. (laughs) um you know not taking stuff for granted like just really honor your commitments and that means to your relationships of any type to people to the things that you committed yourself to to the organizations you're in etc um do your part yeah you know do your part of course you cannot control what other people do you can't control what how they're going to respond or whatever the case may be but your integrity is your own you know so honor your commitments like you know talk to folks reach out to folks like yeah act like you love them and act so out loud you know um of course and i I just yeah i like stirred the pies today not necessarily intentionally (laughs) um but you know I, i i just every time something big especially with regard to someone dying someone in the black community dying someone important to the black community dying um we go into these really interesting and I don't want to say weird because then it sounds judgy, but whatever, weird. And, and can I just preface to, <laughs> you know, I, I understand this and I mean, you listening may understand this, but we're talking about the black community because that's the community that we're a part of. Yeah. I'm sure if you're in another nationality, they have very also because we're still human, mm-hmm. that they are probably very similar dynamics and separations. And we get that, but we're just speaking from our perspective with also you being mindful that we are not representative of mm-hmm. all black thoughts. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, and so like <laughs> it's really weird because it's ha- like I know it happens to other people, but it definitely happens to me in particular. Um, and I don't think that people often realize that like I'm not necessarily not to say that I don't believe the things that I say, but like mm-hmm. they are not necessarily always indicative of my personal opinion outright. Yeah. Like sometimes I am just making an observation. Of course, it has my perspective within it Mm -hmm. like you know just the way i see things as a whole or or the way that i would take the conversation as opposed to how someone else would take the conversation Mm -hmm. right even if it's the same question so it's not necessarily about my opinion but cultural analysis is what i do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i have a whole degree in it (laughs) so like (laughs) cultural analysis especially of black stuff is what i do yeah so you know, and that's the reason why we have the conversations that we have because of, you know, our respective interests in exactly that. Mm-hmm. Not just whatever the thing or phenomenon or incident is, yeah. but we always seek to look deeper into, okay, now what does this mean for us and what does this mean about us, right? So well, that's how you get I make those statements and then like people when I say my cultural analysis bits, <laughs> <laughs> like you always got folks 
who like it's there're just a lot of people on social media who are very 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 irresponsible with their emotional intelligence that's what i'll just say like they really come at like people just project (laughs) you know their stuff yeah and the emotional transference is insane and they'll just come on your post just talking all types of greasiness (laughs) and just be like you just like what okay (laughs) <laughs> like I see you feel real strongly about this um, yeah. you know you definitely have your own page um, <laughs> and and I mean like it, it gets to the point where the, the where folks are just irrational with yeah. what they're saying like they're being productive they're not even you know attached to the rest of the conversation mm-hmm. like they're saying things that have already been said so it's like okay well you don't even respect the rest of the folks commenting enough to engage like it's but just you know, so much. A lot of that is just trying to win an argument. And that's not <laughs> just to kind of remove it from social media because maybe that's too you know, that's that's too much of a thing for some people. Let's remove it from there and just say in general when people are confronted with opinions that they perceive are different than their own, mm-hmm. they're they're already looking for a way how to win instead of okay where is what is this person really saying first of all okay now i wonder where they're coming from if you don't agree with it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's a way to engage mm-hmm. but i think for a lot of people they don't really have those skills and i mean i'm guilty of it too when i want to yeah. get into arguments yeah. i immediately am like on the defense and trying to figure out how to prove to that person that you know my intentions are one thing or i think that's a big problem that people have is on the internet they can say whatever you know, they see your post and now all of a sudden it's like, I'm trying to win. And it's like, wait a minute, this is not a debate. Right, right, <laughs> like, right, right. I'm telling you how either one I'm feeling personally mm-hmm. or like you stated, I'm putting out some kind of cultural commentary mm-hmm. that I'm it's seeing. something I'm noticing. Yeah. A pattern that I'm noticing is happening. So <laughs> mind you, I get it. A lot of people have very adversarial posts on mm-hmm. on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And I mean, for a lot of those people, to be completely honest, I end up just unfriending, blocking those mm-hmm. kind of people. Because mm-hmm. I don't want you yelling your point of view at me. It doesn't really work for me. I want to like, like, I'm good with not like, explaining, diving deep, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, some people just come into it because you're ready to fight. <laughs> Yeah, they just be ready for you. Had that type of experience. And you know what? I'm getting a lot better with um, maintaining my center. Yeah. And like engaging either not at all or engaging less. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm even good enough where I can like turn their energy in a different direction. Like I just make a joke out of it. Yeah. Just like you, you, you seem to feel strongly about this. <laughs> <laughs> or you know what helps for me? Um, is dropping links. It's like sometimes that helps. Like Definitely. I, won't, I yes. won't even respond with a commentary. I'll just drop a link. And um, to even relate that to to Kobe, um, since that's who we were talking about before. Um, but this behavior is indicative of all of anything polarizing. I mean, we can say people dying. We can say a political event. We can say a, a horrible tragedy. If it's a polarizing event, people become immediately really, really emotional. And that's not there's nothing wrong with that 
but it's how it's the output, like how they exercise that emotion. That's usually an issue. Um, just to give an example, you know, since we were talking about Kobe, I, I think I'm still friends with this person on Facebook, but they put, I think I am. I, yesterday guys, I unfriended and blocked a lot of people without even engaging them. I just took them off of my, because now I have to start filtering out my own feeds. I can't do the negative stuff all the time. Um, but this person put up a post and it was like, you know, a really horrible article and critical article of Kobe. That's all I'm going to say, because I don't want to speak into any of that. It was a critical article. Um, and people were like, hey, you know, this this literally just happened. This person meant a lot to a lot of people. We understand you might be feeling mixed emotions, but I don't know if it's appropriate to, like, do this at this point in time. And that person was very, like I said, adversarial and decided <laughs> to, like, curse the people out and, you know, this and that. Um, and then someone mentioned about the other passengers like that we mentioned who also perished in that accident. Um, and that person was adversarial to that person. And then they said, oh, nobody else died. You know, just just Kobe. Um, and so all I did was put a link of what happened and all the people who perished. And that was it. And then they ended up replying and saying, you know, I'm, this is the person's comment. In, in response to the article I sent that showed yeah. that this is a very sensitive time. Uh-huh. Good. Well, I didn't know that that happened. That's unfortunate. But I am going to bring this one back. I'm going to delete it now, but I'm going to bring this one back up here. And I said to myself, audience, what you can't see is just my utter look of the hell. The hell. <laughs> And I mentioned this to Jessica yesterday. Uh, we had a call about her incident. She also had an incident yesterday My God. on social media. <laughs> and I told Jessica this last night, I said, who made some of you guys hall monitors? Like yeah, who passed like- the police badges out? <laughs> Are y'all lawyers? What, what kind of position do y'all have? <laughs> like can y'all say that type of litigation for when- Man, help me out. For when like, one of our school boards or something is getting sucked out from under us. Help like, me. Help me like, out. Do y'all have that kind of passion <laughs> that you can actually impact? Because y'all be sitting on, yo, and yo. this comes from a person who has gone in on comments where, online. Where are these police badges but at? yo, that, like sometimes people, people just really, and if they catch fire with them, oh my God, dude, dude like they will sit there and go back and forth. Dude said, all right, I'm coming. I'll be back with it. Right. I was like, is you like, getting I'm paid? I'm back later. Like, is why? you getting paid? <laughs> Why? Why? Why are you doing that? Yo. Why are you here now? Let alone come. Let me tell you. Let me, let me tell you about And something. then even when you tell somebody like, "Yo, I'm not going to engage with you," they just keep going anyway. It's like, oh my god, would you not? <laughs> People feel like it's. Let me tell you something. Podcast. It's hard for me to post on social media a lot. That's why I like. A lot of my feeds are retweets or articles that I think are dope. Those kind of things because that's easy for me. But some of y'all, man, y'all go really hard in the paint. And I, <laughs> I put in, you know, you'll come to find out how I feel about like a lot of politics. I'm really weird um, in some areas, but like I'm not one for the purity testing. But I am, I am fine with filtering out the bad. 
But I think that like the purity testing every single thing, no yes. one's perfect. That's yes. gonna be a difficult the one to filter testing, out. Yeah, nah. um, But I am fine with keeping it refined time. and getting people who are upstanding in their professions and putting people in government who are you know true to their job and you know don't cut corners. I'm I'm understandable with that. Mm-hmm. But the whole like vetting down to like every little thing, I'm not really against it. And I've also seen how that's used against black people mm-hmm. um, and I can't really get with it. So, uh, but that's a whole nother topic. But yeah, the social media thing, man, I'm just like, I'm in amazement. So when these polarizing events happen, there isn't, you have to understand people are gonna process differently, you know? Um, I get trying to be informative, but the whole being on a pedestal and like, trying to show that you're more ethical than mm-hmm. this person and it's for you. I call it the them niggas over there. It's syndrome. performative. <laughs> it's it's not for the real issues. Like, it's I'm better like, than them niggas over there. Yeah. <laughs> like okay. Like I don't we don't need to hear like the performative politics and the performative like ethical stances. And especially to be the more progressive end of the political aisle. <laughs> Like we are supposed to be the progressives, the people who have thought that's not regressive. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you have to you have to understand people and heroes and loved ones are gonna come in all kinds of different packages with all kinds of diverse backgrounds. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, when I'm fighting for my people, I'm fighting for my people. I'm fighting for everyone. There's like, I'm not trying to link that to the events that happened yesterday. I'm just talking about it in general. Mm-hmm. Um, you just have to be mindful of that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, it's crazy. And yo, do not leave eight paragraphs on any comment <laughs> ever put on social media, fam. I will hit I'm, you with a TL, I am T-T-L-R not reading in a heartbeat. I'm like your body, read all that. Reading. <laughs> you hear me? Hey, listen, you, you know who you are. You hear me? I'm not reading it. It's never going to happen. No. Nah. And replying to your own reply on my status is weird as hell. I'm also not replying to that. <laughs> like, all right, yeah, let me tell you about this. Let me tell me inform you. Let me educate you, my brother. Reply to yourself. And, and another thing. <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm even doing this shit. <laughs> like, I put more information underneath my own comment. I did. Let me just advise you that you have wasted 10 minutes of your precious life on something that I will not even read. <laughs> so be mindful. Yes. That's time you can't be, you can't get back. You can't get it back. Not only can you not get it back, <laughs> but you're going to get so angry with me <laughs> for not only me admitting to you outright. Yeah, I, I ain't read all that, bro. Um, not only admitting that to you, but then also because <laughs> you're gonna get pissed and you're gonna you know keep trying to go back and forth with me and everything I'm gonna say after that, I'm just gonna be trolling you. So like, just don't, don't. No, and you must waste in both our lives. You mess around, get blocked. Then you don't even know if I'm saying something. You don't now. You don't know if I'm commenting, dancing gifs, and everything around mm-hmm. you. So mm-hmm. like, relax, man. Like it's not, it's not that serious. And if you want to build with me, we can build. But mm-hmm. I'm not doing it. And everybody, 
who I know and who I care about, they know my stances on pretty much everything. So mm -hmm. they won't believe some argument you made up. So relax. Hey, listen, do not leave eight practice. <laughs> 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 you you would be oh mad. Oh you would be mad. And I, and I know if you if you the person that leave eight paragraphs, you will be mad. Absolutely mad. Oh my god, man. Yeah, like it, it, and I just I just really kinda wanna close out that whole thought with mm -hmm. um just be mindful and be more careful with I don't want to just say your emotional intelligence but we know and understand that we are a people for whom you know and take it for what you want mm -hmm. take it how you want but we are a people for whom trauma is part of our identity and so um, and to add another layer to that you know you know through our um, African ancestral traditions and what have you, there's a huge um, focus on and reverence for the ancestors, you know, and then being among us, us constantly remembering them, talking about them, um, revering them and so on. Mm. And so tying all that stuff together and like how our culture has developed with the inclusion of the trauma that we've been through, it's created a very interesting sauce <laughs> that we warm up all over again and dive right into mm. every time someone important to us culturally um passes yeah and so like you know we just had our usual ritual shit show mm. that happens during martin luther king week <laughs> you know all the different um myriad uh ways that people react to that but you know jess i think too <clears throat> Maybe I'm just starting to really filter out my social media really well. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, but hell yeah. just on my perspective, and again, my perspective is not the representative of anybody's. It's me. Um, I'm, I was really seeing a lot of love for MLK mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm, and this, mm -hmm. this go around. Yes. Less, yes, yes. Cri less critique and like ignorant critique. Same. Definitely um, same. And even, you know, with the unfortunate passing of, of Kobe and his daughter, um, I did see idiotic takes, but I saw a lot of love um, con everywhere for this guy. Um, it was very reminiscent of when Nipsey passed, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. but I saw a lot of love. And I mean, I saw almost all love. Yeah, um, of course, there was critique in terms of um, you know Kobe's past or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, but actually more of what I saw was speaking to how it's necessary to understand that folks are complicated, black folks are complicated, life's complicated. Um, Context. And that, yeah, that things are complicated, people are complicated, um, famous people are complicated. And let me tell so you, let me just... it's, it's okay to feel any which way. Um, and it's okay to just honor the fact that it's Word. complicated. Yeah. Um, it's okay that some people are grieving. It's okay that some people are upset or whatever the case. All of it's okay at the same time. And we all need to learn how to be okay with all of it at the same that time. <laughs> and that's it, ladies and gentlemen. That's it. That's in the podcast now. <laughs> that's it. Like, it, it's about understanding people have different perspectives and people have different, you know, point of views. Um, and also just being aware that 
we are multi-dimensional you know mm-hmm. everything is not what is it a monolith it's not mm-hmm. you know it's not all going to be the same you know so just understanding that and being accepting of that i think more than anything you know for, you know it's just being accepting of people's emotions and people's feelings mm-hmm. um, yeah but oh wow we have been talking for almost an hour minutes i actually think that's pretty good that's crazy well i guess we can wrap it up yeah yeah and i will say this it has been nice but i do want to jump into a lot of um in in the future we're gonna have like some really cool themed shows um and we're gonna be promoting our social media just so you guys can send in questions as well Mm -hmm. and um, it be a little bit more interactive, but we'll start promoting our themed episodes so you guys can also have some takes because maybe we, since we're talking about social media, maybe we can get people's point of views on here, how they feel about certain items and topics that we're going to discuss, mm-hmm. um, as well as some expert opinions, people who are working on things. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a lot of dope stuff coming. A lot of dope stuff coming. Um, but with that we thank you for tuning in this has been the Black Opera um, and I don't even know what episode number one on now but you're gonna find out when you click play when you see the link and then you click play and yeah. you'll be like oh this is episode <laughs> <laughs> but yeah with that um, we'll see y'all in two weeks peace, peace love <laughs> and so